Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now. A daily rundown of all things Vice. It's Tuesday, December 19th. I'm Jesse Maiko. Today, we're looking into an innovative effort to fight blindness on an actual flying hospital. But first, the headlines. Congressional Republicans got exactly what they wanted when the FCC repealed net neutrality on Thursday. But the GOP isn't out of the woods yet. Advocacy groups and multiple state attorneys general are planning to sue the FCC, a Massachusetts Democratic Senator, Ed Markey, introduced a resolution on Friday called the Congressional Review Act, which would allow Congress to undo the decisions of federal agencies within 60 days of their implementation. And anti-Islam Dutch politician Gert Wilders called on European countries to adopt Trump-style Muslim travel bans and to build border walls to reduce Muslim immigration at a far-right conference this weekend. And now, here's the news you won't get anywhere else. The number of people suffering from blindness is growing rapidly around the world and is on track to be one of the most pressing global health threats in the next few decades. One of the medical facilities targeting the growing epidemic is the world's only flying eye hospital. A cargo plane tricked out with state-of-the-art equipment and technology. Here's Vice's Ankita Rao speaking with Tonic Wellness editor Raj Punjabi about this flying hospital. A flying hospital sounds amazing. Describe it to me. Our writer, Clara Hogan, had the privilege of getting on uh, when they had landed in San Francisco for a while. But the story describes it really well. And the intro said tricked out, and there's nothing else I could use to better describe it. Um, They are self-sustained. They have their own oxygen. They have generators. They have a water purification system and rooms where they treat their patients from different countries and essentially a lecture hall type of area where they have ophthalmologists from different parts of the country come on board and learn some of the most recent techniques. So why exactly do they focus on eye care and why is that a particularly a hard problem in developing countries? That's a great question. So there are around 250 million people with visual impairment problems all over the world. So there's uh, a spectrum, either mild or moderately visually impaired, and then there are around 36 million who are actually blind. Around 90% of these people are in developing countries. So even though eye care is really kind of expensive for most people here. It's covered and for a lot of people. And um, even if it's not, people go and get their yearly eye exam because they are worried and it is somewhat accessible. While in other countries, there's just a lack of ophthalmologists and a lack of awareness for the care as well. So a lot of these people who have visual impairment, their issues could be prevented or treated quite easily, actually. 80%, they quote in there, the World Health Organization of the people who are facing these kinds of problems, they're preventable or they could be treated. 
A lot of these countries already have weak health systems, but what is it about ophthalmology that's even harder to access? Well, in a country, for example, the writer talks about Cameroon. There are 73 ophthalmologists for 23 million people. And that's kind of an example of many of these countries that they're in, that there are stronger health systems, but eye care is really lacking right now. And I think that's a lot of these problems are preventable. So that's why this plane goes to all these different places. When I think of initiatives like this, they're really inspiring. But I also worry that a plane sort of landing randomly at a place doesn't fix a systemic issue. So what happens when this airplane isn't in a particular place to help these people? So true. And and our team is not into stories about saviors. So I'll tell you why this isn't that. Yes, the doctors treat people in these countries that they that they land in. However, the training program for the doctors that I was talking about is really what is monumental about this. Um, not only do they train people on board when they're in countries. For example, they went to Cameroon recently and they were in Chittagong recently. So they train people from there. But there's also live streaming that happens for people from 50 different countries, around 50. That's the stat I got right now. So people are kind of tuning into the lectures that are happening about the most recent kind of eye surgeries and new techniques they could learn. So there are people learning from all over the world. And the doctors that are on board and the doctors that are teaching You know, a lot of them are foreign-born immigrants, so this is a really kind of a special program in that way. And it's run by a nonprofit called Orbis International. Is this something new they're doing, or has this been going on a while? Actually, I thought it was brand new, but they've actually had some version of this plane flying around since the early 80s. But at that point, they were just landing and kind of treating people. But the the educational aspect came on a little bit later. And then FedEx donated one of their planes in 2011. And that's when it got really, really fancy. And they got all the new equipment on board. And they have over 400 volunteers working for them, too. So this kind of gave them the bandwidth and the room to take this thing from, you know, 10 to 100 uh, in 2011. To read the full article... Go to tonic.vice.com. All right, that's it for now. Thanks for listening. For more news and culture, check out vice.com. And tune in again tomorrow for another Vice Guide to Right Now.